Hi guys, welcome back to the What Would She Know podcast. I am your host, Lily Heenan. As you're probably aware, I still don't have an intro or like a song or anything. I'm still unsure I need to get on top of that. But in today's episode, I'm going to be speaking about things I think I've learned in my 20s so far. So I have 30, 36 things down in my notes and I don't know how long this is going to take me to get through. So I was going to leave the gratitude um, thing out today only because, yeah, I don't know how long this is going to go for. My French bulldog, Winston, he is next to me. So I'm sorry if you can hear snoring in the background. <laughs> so I, I will do a quote and obviously I'm going to be th- talking about things I've learned in my 20s so far. I am obviously only 22 years old. I haven't been in my 20s for that long. I still have a very long time. I've still not done so many things that I want to do and that are aligned with me, like traveling and stuff. And even though I've moved out of my hometown, I will speak about that. One of the big things that I really want to do is I want to move to Queensland. Like there's still some of the things that I really want to do in my 20s. You know, there's, I guess... Yeah, I still am learning and I've still got a long way. So please take everything I say with a uh, grain of salt. Is that the saying? I don't know. Anyway, so I will start with a quote. And this quote is relevant because it's about being in your 20s. And it's by Gary V. I love him. I think he's so inspirational. So the quote goes like this. If you are in your 20s, you are entering or are in some of the greatest years of your life, but you also have to understand that this next five-year window is when you don't go practical and safe. This is not the time to get the job your mum wanted you to. This is not the time to try and maximize as much money as you can so you can buy a fat whip. This is the time to attack what you love and what you want to do. And here's why. You won't have all the baggage or you don't have all the baggage You may have expectations from your parents. You may have a lot of other things, but this isn't the time when you have responsibilities that come with having a family or paying off a mortgage. So you can't take as many risks. So don't suck out all of your dreams and hopes just yet. It's harder for the 42 year olds to take this advice because they can't just wake up tomorrow and say, let's go because little Sally has soccer fucking practice. This is when you put in the 18 hours a day to make the life you want happen you only get to live one life. And I literally agree with everything he has to say, except for the, you need to put in 18 hours a day. Like I'm, I don't really like the hustle culture. Like, like, yes, work your ass off, but don't work your ass off to the point where it's affecting like your mental health. But anyway, so this is 36 things I've learned I think I've learned in my 20s so far. So I'm just going to read through them. I might go into a little bit more detail or explain like why I've listed this, but it's just going to be another one of those get to the point, not going to drag on um, episodes. Number one, don't take advice from someone you wouldn't. Don't, sorry. Number one, don't take advice from someone you wouldn't ask advice for. So let's just say if you wanted like, if you wanted to go off and start a business, would you really go and ask advice about starting a, a business 
to your, let's just say, dad who is always negative, has the fixed mindset, who, you know, let's just say he wanted to chase, well, he, let's just say he wanted to be maybe a musician when he was younger and that was his dream, but he was scared of failure and he was scared, you know, well, what if it doesn't make me enough money? And, you know, he didn't go for what he wanted and now he's stuck in this job that he hates and he's miserable and blah, blah, blah. Would you really take advice from your dad or anyone that, you know, like just don't don't take advice from someone you wouldn't ask advice for even like relationships i remember i i asked someone like a relationship advice once and they literally gave me the worst advice ever and i like reflected on it i was like you're giving me relationship advice and you've never even been in a relationship okay number 2 money comes back opportunity for memories will not that's all i have to say hustle but don't hustle to the sake of you're missing out on things because you will look back and go, why did I only focus on my career in my 20s? Get a dog. This is number three. Get a dog or a pet. They are literally the best antidepressant. Like seriously, having a dog has changed my life. I don't know why. He's just the best thing ever. Number four, if you are thinking about it for more than three months, do it. So let's just say, if you're thinking about ending a friendship or relationship, if you want to move states, quit your job, if you've been thinking about it for more than three months, that's an indicator that you need to follow your intuition and you need to do it. Number five, you won't have a healthy relationship with someone if you have a toxic relationship with yourself. Number six, stop buying expensive sunnies, especially if you're like me and you're clumsy and you constantly break things. Like, I've had a few pairs of expensive sunnies and I've literally broken them within a month, whether that's, you know, like I've stepped on them, I've like bent them, I've scratched them, whatever it is. Now I'm going for the typical cotton on $2 sunnies because I literally just end up breaking them. Number seven, the people you let into your life are contagious. Choose wisely and cut quickly. Number eight, you can say no without over-explaining yourself. And what I mean by that is like, let's just say you have something coming up on the weekend and you genuinely, you just don't want to go. Just say, you know, like, sorry, I'm going to have a night in this weekend. I don't, I just can't go. Instead of being like, you know, just making the biggest lion excuse ever. Make, and if that person cracks it at you, that just shows to you where that person stands in your life. And I guess it's more of a, of a reflection of that person than it is of you. And if they can't respect your boundaries and the fact that like, I don't know, maybe you need to stay in to look after yourself. Yeah. That just shows that they're, they are a shit person. <laughs> Number nine, you don't have to have your shit figured out. Our parents don't even have life figured out. Enjoy the now. Enjoy the now. Number 10, you can't go to level 10 without level one habits. So what I mean by this, I used to be someone who would sleep until 10 a.m. every single day or 9 a.m. or whatever that be. I would never get up early. I always like identified myself as I'm not a, I'm not a morning person, blah, blah, blah. And I guess like 
it kind of, I, I don't know. I've always struggled with sleep. I've literally had insomnia my whole entire life. Um, and I obviously, you know, would try to go to sleep and do all the right things early, but I just end up staying up all night because my mind just didn't shut off. But I have melatonin now every night and that literally puts me to sleep. But even when I was having melatonin, I was still sleeping in late. So what I mean by saying you can't go to level 10 without level one habits is that, you know, I wanted to be a morning person. I wanted to get up early. I wanted to be productive. I wanted my morning to be about me. Like, you know, I wanted to implement journaling and breath work. I wanted to read 10 pages. I wanted to get up and go for a walk, you know, just like have me time. And I tried from going from waking up from 10 a.m. to like 6 a.m. And I failed literally all the time. And it wasn't until I slowly changed like my alarm. So instead of setting my alarm to 6 a.m., I changed it to 9 a.m. and then 8.30 and then 8 a.m. and then 7 a.m. And now I get up at quarter to six pretty much five days a week because I just slowly implemented the little habits. And that's what I mean. Like you can't go to level 10 without level one habits. Number 11, you don't need a brand new car, get an old one. I know I'd rather, I like, I know where I'd rather put my money, but an individual's ability to resist material things like an expensive car says more about themselves and their character than their ability to retain them. Number 12, motivation doesn't get you to the gym. Discipline, I can't say this word, discipline, discipline, I can't say it, but you know what I'm trying to spit out. It's all about consistency. Success is 5% gain and 95% consistency. No one wants to go to the gym. I mean, there's definitely people out there that like you go to the gym to feel good, like it's not a chore. But when you are starting, when you're in that like phase of like you've never been to the gym before, you know, you're miserable, you never work out, getting to the gym is a chore. And like I hear so many people, I don't have any motivation to go to the gym. I have no motivation to exercise, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, it's not about the motivation. It's literally about forcing yourself to do it. So if you're waiting for motivation, you're never going to get to the gym. Number 13, you can't expect honesty from people who constantly lie to themselves. Number 14, whatever triggers you also reveals the part of you that needs to be healed. Number 15, alcohol is the number one drug killer. Like I never knew this until recently. Like I listened to a podcast, someone um, who studies this and goes around to schools and educates it, um, was talking about it because like, we obviously know there's all of this stigma around drugs and obviously drugs are not good, but you know, with alcohol, it's so normal, normalized and Australia's drinking culture is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen on reflection. But like, I contribute to it. Like, I don't know, like even in high school, like we would drink until we passed out and just, you know, if our friend was passed out, we just, you know, put them to bed, they'll be right. Like your brain is literally like putting you to sleep because it's so, it can't deal with the amount of alcohol you're putting into your body. Like, and the whole thing with like, you know, alcohol is the number one drug killer. You know, 
a year or two ago, I would have thought that drugs are the number one drug killer, as in like party drugs or, you know, like um, MD, MDMA or the psychedelics or, you know, all of that stuff. But drugs are literally treating mental illness. And I'm, I've done, you know, research on it. I would, I have to do another podcast on this, but you can get ketamine. Like it's all like very new and they're trialing it. I think it's come out in some countries. I'm not sure yet, but you can get ketamine infused infusions for like anxiety and stuff. And it literally like treats it in one go. Obviously I'm not saying go and do ketamine because the ketamine that doctors are giving people for their mental health is not the same stuff that people would be going and getting off randoms because obviously that's mixed with stuff and you're never going to know if it's, you know, the actual stuff that, you know, doctors are what giving you or whatever. But even like psychedelics, like they're treating PTSD and depression, obviously under medical supervision. And, you know, if you've had a history of schizophrenia and uh, stuff like that you obviously can't do it but how crazy is that like why are we normalizing uh, alcohol when clearly it is the problem anyway that is a topic that I could talk about for days but anyway number 16 wear sunscreen on your face rain hail or shine if you want good skin when you're older do this I've started doing this since Maybe, I mean, I definitely started to do it when I was like 15, but it hasn't become like a daily practice until up until about a year ago. Number 17, you need to leave your hometown. And I mean, if you enjoy going to the same local cafe and nightclub with the same people with no growth, that's your choice, but you need to leave your hometown. And I've done it and it is the best thing I have ever done. Anyone who's done it agrees that it is the best thing they've ever done, even if they've gone through that period of loneliness. And my next step, I think in a few years, I'm not sure when, but I really want to move to Queensland, whether that be a forever thing or, you know, live there for a few years. I'm not sure, but that has always been a promise to myself that I want to do and I want to do it for growth and you know I want to get comfortable with that with being uncomfortable number 18 if you, this is I, I've taken this I this isn't word for word this little quote if your doctor prescribes you with medication without asking about your diet your sleep exercise routine water consum- consumption and stress in your life you don't have a doctor you have a drug dealer and it's true because you know I've had heaps of problems in my life. Like I've had, like I have PCOS, I've had my bladder thing, um, you know, like anxiety and stuff, you know, doctors have just tried to shove me on medication and the pill. I mean, they haven't tried. That was the outcome. And it wasn't until I realized that, yeah, these problems are there, but, and I'm not dissing on medication because I definitely think that medication you know, it helps, it assists with the symptoms and stuff, but it doesn't address the root cause. And if you aren't, you know, doing the basics, like, um, like I said, getting enough sleep and all that stuff, the doctor isn't helping you. They're literally just, it's, oh yeah. Anyway, they're taking money from you. They're not helping you. Like the pharmaceutical industry is fucked that. Yeah. 
<laughs> Number 19, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. When I was in schoolies, there was like this advertised ad out the front of a tattoo shop and it was like tattoo for $80. And I was like, wow, that's so cheap. Like I'm going to get a tattoo. And I got the typical white girl rose on my rib cage for $80. And I couldn't believe how cheap it was. But now I understand why it was so cheap because it is the shittest tattoo ever. Like it's disgusting. I'm, I want to get all of my tasers removed. I want to get all of my tattoos um, lasered off. There's only one that I like. Oh, there's two. I have yeah. Anyway, if it's too good, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And don't get a tattoo on schoolies. Twenty. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health. And I was using this example to someone the other day. Like it really is. Like your mental health is just as important as your physical health. Um, like, we, let's just say, you know, if, if something's wrong with you, I don't know, maybe you've broken, you think you've broken a bone or something and you know, that's important. You would literally go to the doctor straight away to get it checked out. Wouldn't you? And the help that you need. If you're not okay mentally, why are you making excuses for yourself? Why aren't you going to the doctor's? Why aren't you implementing strategies that you can be in order to help yourself? Why are you avoiding medication? Why are you, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why, well, I do understand because it's the generations beforehand that have created this whole, like, it's weak to speak thing. But seriously, mental health is just as important as physical health. 21, if you are related to me, please skip this right now. It's sexual related. But 21, buy a vibrator. Ladies, get a vibrator. Just seriously do it. Your pleasure is just as important, okay? And there's nothing to be ashamed about, and let's normalize these topics of conversation. 22. Now, this is something I'm only just really being educated about and trying to implement, but you don't need another going out outfit. Build your wardrobe up with staples and basics so you can mix and match. You're also contributing to hurting the environment from buying from these fast fashion industries. Shop from op shops and markets, buy things secondhand, whatever you need to do, but just stop buying clothes. And I need to write this literally on my wall. You have permission to roast me if you see me with a new outfit that is literally going to go out of fashion within a week, okay? You have permission to roast me. 23, renting a house is fucking expensive. I lived like home my whole entire life up until we, me and my boyfriend moved last year. Um, Yeah, renting, you know, I remember looking at rentals when we were in our hometown and it was so much cheaper, obviously, to live in Warrigal compared to where we are now, which is in the city. But, like, we had to pay, like, I think it was almost, like, it was four grand just for the bond for our apartment and we had to pay a a month of rent up front. And then we had to go out and buy furniture and all that stuff. Um, Actually, this is another one I'm going to quickly add in. 
I don't know what they're called, but like if you still live at home, slowly by slowly by bits, uh, bits and pieces, whether that's, you know, a microwave or a toaster or cups and towels and stuff, because I did that. And I'm so glad that I did that because it would have come up to the point in time where I was ready to move out and I would have been fucked basically because I spent so much money with like rent and like buying a couch and all that stuff. And if I didn't have the basics set aside, yeah, it wouldn't have been good at all. I just moved my French bulldog and I adjusted my mic. So if that's just gone from being quiet to loud, I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, right, where was I? Yes, renting a house is expensive. Be If you want to move out of home, be prepared for um, paying bond and rent up front for a month. 24, you don't have to go to a gym and do a massive hip workout to get the benefits of mood enhancing chemicals from exercise go for a 30 minute walk in nature and you'll feel just as good sometimes like i if it's like that week before my period or even on my period girls don't go and do hip workouts it's literally the worst thing for you and you know hip workouts every now and then are good but if you're constantly putting your body in a state of stress it's actually doing more harm than good um, obviously hit workouts in moderation, like once or twice a week. Great. So good for you. Um, because you need workouts like that, obviously, but if you're doing them every single day, Oh, stop right now. 25. Now I'm going to do a trigger warning. I am going to quickly touch on sexual assault and rape. So if you, um, are feeling uncomfortable or, are you know, get triggered by these topics of conversation, please skip forward. And I will have a link that you can visit in my show notes if this has affected you in some way. So number 25, this, I think this is one of the most important ones. I think, um, understanding what sexual assault really is. So I think majority are taught that sexual assault is pretty much rape. And that is not the case. By law, this is the definition. For that young man or woman to have intercourse with that girl or boy, they would have to penetrate them to a sexual area with anything at all. It can be any part of the offender's, of the offender's body, anything held and, and manipulated by the offender. And when I learned this and understood what that statement meant and what sexual assault really is, I literally cried because the amount of girls I know who have been sexually assaulted by definition is just, I just was disgusted because like even like my friends, like, you know, I told them this and they sat there and they were like, holy shit, I've been sexually assaulted. And it's like, yeah. Like, why are we not, why are we not taught that? Like, and yeah, we wouldn't, I would never have known this if it weren't for a guy. He did like a podcast and he, he works in law and he, he does, he does all this stuff. And he says that nine in 10 girls that come and see him, I think he's a psychologist as well. Um, 
he does like sexual assault and you know, all that stuff said that nine in 10 girls who are sexually assaulted go and see him, but aren't aware they are, they were sexually assaulted until they were educated about it by definition. How fucked up is that? Just, Oh, it makes me so angry. But next topic, number 26, buy the expensive water bottle, buy the Frank Green or the Hydro Flask or any reusable water bottle. They are worth it, trust me, and you are helping the planet. So it's a win-win. And, you know, if you can't put a price, like you just like not too expensive, well, how many plastic water bottles have you bought this year that you've just thrown out and even if you've kept them, you're doing more damage to your body. Like plastic water bottles are so bad for your body and are filled with toxins and you're polluting and contributing to the planet. Thanks. Goodbye. (laughs) 27. Sleep more than seven hours a day and drink three liters of water. Seriously. Like you can go and see a psychologist and take supplements or be on medication, but if you aren't doing the basic things like drinking three liters of water and getting enough sleep, then nothing is going to change. Number 28, you don't have to go to university. Like university doesn't determine success. And the high school that I went to, I don't know about any others, but I feel like it's a lot. They literally pretty much said, If you don't get a good ATAR, you are going to go nowhere in life. Like I literally got told when I got my ATAR, my ATAR wasn't good. The one of the, they weren't a teacher, but they were like, I don't know, something to do with like careers and stuff. She had a meeting with me and I'm pretty sure she did this to everyone who got like a low ATAR and was like, you know, you've got a low ATAR. You are now not going to go to uni and you are basically not going to go anywhere in your life. And fuck you because I did get into uni. And people that, you know, didn't get into uni off their ATAR, I'm sure they, and who wanted to, I'm sure they've done, you know, like a a course and now they're in. Okay. Like, oh yeah, you don't need to go to university and it doesn't determine your excess. I actually think that university is a waste of space and time unless you actually need it. Like look at all of these young people starting their own businesses because of the resources that we have online. And I mean, look at the basic person who goes to uni who probably trash talked the TAFE kids who are now on their way to owning their own businesses and being more successful than the trash talkers. Like, yeah. <laughs> 29. People who party every single weekend, Friday to Sunday, are the most miserable people on the planet. They are depressed. They won't admit to that, though, because they think they are having the time of their life. Enough said. I don't need to go into detail about that, but people who party every weekend are, yeah, the most miserable people on earth. I mean, and don't come at me because I love going out. Like I said in my it was it my last episode, you know, going out is great and you have the time of your life, but if you're doing it every single weekend, Friday and Saturday and Sunday during the day and you're living through the week to for the weekend, you are miserable. That's what I'm saying. Like everything in quantity, uh, everything in, what's the word? Moderation. It's all about balance. Number 30, quality over quantity. Friendships. Rather have two good friends than 10 terrible friends. 31, by chasing your parents' dreams and not chasing your own, you are then going to demonstrate that to your children 
and create a belief that they can't go after what they want in life because they need to follow other people's desires. Like I know so many people, well, you know, adults mainly, or like people now who are going into careers that they don't want to, they're only in those careers because they want their parents to be happy. And that's kind of their parents' wishes. Like, you know, parents wish they went after this job or did that job, or they're only in this job because it makes them this amount of money. And, you know, that's just so depressing and stop chasing your parents' dreams. And if they crack it at you, you know, fuck them off. And I'm, you know, don't tolerate that because your if your parents only had you to then not let you live the life you wanted, they aren't good people and you need to cut them off. I'm not kidding. Huge advocate for, you know, if your family is toxic, you do not have to keep them in your life. Okay, next one. 32, stop chasing X, stop chasing happiness, stop chasing more. Live in the now, stop saying, you know, oh, I'll be happier once I finish high school. And then it's, oh, you know, I'll do that once I finish uni. Or it's when I finish, you know, when I get my dream job. Or once I marry, or once, you know, I have kids. Or once I buy my dream house. Or once I get the promotion. You're just constantly, constantly, constantly chasing. Happiness is in the now. Find happiness in the small things. Find happiness in your morning coffee or, you know, today's weather. If it's, you know, the sun is shining. A phone call with your loved ones. You know, the fact that you can get up and move your body. You need to find happiness in the small things and stop chasing. Otherwise, you're never going to be happy. 33, stop judging others. Stop judging people who are addicted to drugs and alcohol. Listen to that again. Stop judging people who are addicted to drugs and alcohol. Here is why. You are addicted to your phone, shopping, food. You could be a workaholic. You could be addicted to porn. Sorry, I'm speaking really loudly. I'm not joking either. Addiction is everywhere. We are all addicted to something. I can hands on my heart say, you know, I'm definitely addicted to my phone. I'm probably, yeah, addicted to food. I'm addicted to shopping. Addiction, in my opinion, is not a disease. So stop saying that it is. Addiction forms from suffering so stop judging people. Start helping and understanding. Addiction isn't um sorry. Yeah, addiction forms from suffering. And you know, I think well it does. It it happens from you know, it forms from not wanting to be fully present within your life or whatever's going on in your life. Addiction is chasing the feel goods and people who are addicted are people who are hurting. So be kind. The next time you addict someone, uh, the next time you judge someone for being, you know what, I'm also addicted to smoking. That's another thing I'm addicted to. I'm trying to quit. (laughs) So hold me to that as well. Annie and Maddie, if you're listening, to this, 
You better not have touched your vapes today. Yes, that's another thing. You could be addicted to vaping. Stop judging people. Like, oh, it makes me so angry. Anyway, just be kind because you are addicted to something as well. 34. Sometimes you are the problem. Just reflect on that. Okay? Sometimes you are the problem. 35. Don't try to be the best. Try to be better. So what, who was it? Was it Kim Kardashian? I know advice from Kim Kardashian, whatever. But she said, if you're in the, if you're in a room and you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. You need to go to a room where you are not the smartest so you can learn from other people. Number 36. This is the last one that I'm going to do. Otherwise I will literally go on forever. You are what you eat. So whether that's, no, sorry, you are your environment. So whether that's what you eat, what you read, who you hang around with, you know, you complain about your scenarios or situations. All right. Tell me who you hang around with. Tell me what you watch. Tell me what you eat, you know. You are your environment, okay? And that is 36 things I think I've learned in my 20s so far. And I'm sorry, I've I've gone from like, I keep doing this and people keep picking me up, like pulling me up on it and I'm sorry, I'm trying. I keep like forgetting, like I'll, I'll start the podcast off talking really quiet and then eventually it almost probably sounds like I'm screaming and I'm really sorry. Um, I'm, I'm trying, I promise I'm trying. And I put up a little question box. I put it up two hours ago. So I'm sorry if you put yours in here and then I don't read it out because I have recorded this because I was just so keen to record it. So I put up a question box on my Instagram. Go follow it. If you don't, what would she know? Pod. Um, and the question box is things you have learned in your twenties and I'm going to read them out. Okay. First one, who cares what other people think of you? Do what you love for you and no one else. Surrounding yourself with positive people helps you see a more positive view on life. Oh my God. I love that. Literally though, making others happy temporarily can make you unhappy for 10 times as long. Oh my gosh. Yes. And this falls back to the parents thing. Like if you're chasing a job to make your parents happy, you're literally going to be miserable for the rest of your life. Things are constantly changing and evolving. It doesn't need to be viewed negatively. Yes. Love it. And someone says they have learned how to heal from heartbreak. Money is not everything. Skinny isn't always healthy. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because this is so true. Like you could have, you know, like, let's just say someone who's like, um, how do I say this nicely? Who is, you know, fit and they look lean and they look strong, but in the inside, they could be struggling and they could be, you know, a straight up bitch or, you know, the most miserable negative person ever. You know what I mean? Or, 
You could even be, you know, let's just say your average size or maybe you're a little bit bigger or whatever. But you know what? You exercise, you eat healthy, you um, look after your mental health. But you're not a size six. That doesn't matter. You're still healthy. I love that. Blood doesn't have to mean family. To make sure you spend your time, sorry, to make sure you spend your time only with people who truly care, you'll know who does. Yes. Life's too short to be in an unhappy relationship. Yes. If anyone's in a shitty relationship or they're unhappy, get out, please. Do not spend the rest of your life being in a relationship that you are miserable in. Not to waste time with people because you don't want the time you've spent with them already being wasted, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you mean. Friends in high school aren't your forever friends. Yes. I keep saying yes to everything because I agree to everything. I'm so sorry. But this is true. And it's not a bad thing. You know, I, I, definitely, I think I struggled with like drifting out of high school and losing friends. Because like you've literally been with these people like since prep sometimes even. And then all of a sudden you just drift because it's almost like high school forced you to be around these people and you didn't even like them. And then all of a sudden they're not in your life anymore. And I think I struggled with that. But, you know, they're not going to be your friends forever and that's okay. Nothing lasts forever. Money comes back. Self-care above all. You have one shot at life. Yes. Love it. Here with the yes again. (laughs) Who you surround yourself with matters. Yes, again, absolutely love that. I'm going to refresh. Nope, I haven't got another one in the time that I've refreshed that. But this is another short and sweet episode. Thank you so much if you've gotten this far. Obviously, I'm only 22. I've still got a lot to learn. And I feel like, yeah, that I could go on for ages about more things that I've learned. So if you want me to do another one or a part two, let me know and I'd be more than happy to. Um, if you could please give me a rating and review, that would mean the absolute world to me. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. Thanks, guys.